Welcome to a talk from St Saviour's Sunbury. We hope it blesses you. So I, hey, I am really, 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 really excited about this sermon series that we're entering into. Can you tell that this is my happy face? Yeah, I'm really excited um, because I believe uh, that this could uh, transform uh, your lives, the lives of your children, and impact the lives of our community in a way like no other um, series has done so far to date. Um, I believe, I do believe with my heart that that's the sort of transformation this can bring. So uh, we're going to cover some uh, four things in the next four weeks, uh, morning, evening, and on Wednesday. Uh, today we're going to talk about uh, less is more. Uh, then we're going to talk about stress is bad. Then we're going to talk about giving is good. And then we're going to talk about tomorrow matters. So uh, let's say it out loud. Less is more. Stress is bad. Giving is good. And tomorrow matters. You're preaching to yourselves. It's good. Uh, yeah? Oh, good. Okay. about making change in our lives. Today I'm going to be talking, uh, or the whole series really is about uh, money. Money. Yeah, I've said it, haven't I? It's about money. I can already feel some of you beginning to clench. I can already hear some of your wallets beginning to tighten. And uh, I'm going to pray. I'm going to close my eyes. And uh, I'll give you a chance to disappear and I'll see you again in five weeks when the series is over. Let's pray together. Father, we thank you that um, you have just uh, showered us with great gifts and uh, your love. That, uh, Lord, whatever circumstance, whatever situation we face, uh, have faced, even today, this week, this life, that you're still good. And we just declare that you are still good because that's good for us. And it's good for you to hear that too. We thank you for the vision that you've given this church. We thank you that it's your vision. Lord, we thank you also that you've told us that uh, our vision is too small. Thank you that your vision is so much greater than anything we could ever imagine. Amen. Now, I know how many of us come to church. Uh, I know, that's why I know you're a beautiful people. I know your situations, your circumstances. I know what you're going through. 
Uh, and I know that you come here and you're thinking, I'm going to find in Ron's 20-minute talk answers to uh, marriage and relationships and work and purpose and direction and calling. I know that's what you think you're going to find, right? <laughs> Don't nod. Don't shake your head like that. All right. I know, you're, you, you do come because you want to hear, you want to hear, not what Ron says, right? Because I haven't got a lot of wisdom on these things, but you want to hear what God's got to say about all these matters in your life. But when it comes to, to money, when it comes to money, we do just clench up. We find that really difficult. And, you know, I, I can be totally honest with you because I found that difficult myself. The thought of giving money to uh, someone I can't see who doesn't really need my money, or in fact, worse, giving it to someone like me in order to spend it on your behalf. I know, I've been there. You want to know how to live. You want to know how to transform your life. You want to know how to overcome. You want to know how to win. You want to know how to bless your marriage. You want to know how to bring up your kids the right way. But you don't, don't, I don't think you do, want me really telling you about your money and how to spend your money and how you should give me, some of your money. Put your spiritual hand up right now if you're anxious. So not your real hand, your spiritual hand. If you're anxious about money, the aspect of money somewhere in your life to do with something in your life if you're worried, just put your spiritual hand up. You know, money issues are, yeah, money issues are the number one reason why we find life difficult. Couples split up and argue. And it's the number one reason why I know many of us are struggling and afraid and fearful and anxious right now. And I think it's crazy that somehow, somehow, in, in amongst all that, we allow our pride to rise up and go, I'm going to just, I don't want, really want to hear what Ron's going to say or the next speaker next week, or the week after that, or the week after that, what they're going to say about money. I just think it's crazy that we allow that pride to rise up in us, to shut us down. So, for the next four weeks, as I know that this topic makes you nervous, I'm going to help you get across that line. And you can either thank me or pay me for it later. <laughs> you decide. So today, today, less is more, because if, like me, you've probably been programmed to believe that more is better. And uh, my whole life, I thought that if one was good, then two would be better. If I had one pound, then two pound would be better. If I had one car, then two cars would be better. If I had one house, then two houses would be better. If I had one kid, then two would be better. On most days, that's the truth. You know, before my wife ended up in a coma and my child was taken out of her and I wasn't sure if either of them were going to live, my life was about the accumulation of stuff. It was about getting a better job so that I could earn more money in order to buy a bigger car or a second car or the third car. And it was in order to buy another house, a holiday home, all those things. That was what my life was about accumulating possessions. And God pulled me up short. Thank you, Father. So in honor of that, uh, I have just one verse 
today. It's Ecclesiastes 4, and we're going to read it together. And we're going to internalize this verse today. So let's say this together. Better one handful with tranquility than two handfuls with toil and chasing after the wind. One more time. Better one handful with tranquility than two handfuls with toil and chasing after the wind. And you're probably going to think at the end of this guy, this guy is so repetitive, but you will remember, you will remember, you will remember, you will remember, you will remember. Less is more, stress is bad, giving is good, and tomorrow matters. Better is one handful with tranquility than two handfuls with toil and chasing after the wind. I want you to uh, focus on when less is more. So that, so that you can experience more of what that does for you. Just for 30 seconds, think for yourself, what matters about your life? What really matters? 30 seconds to think, what matters about your life? What have you got? What matters? Shout them out for me. Relationships, Relationships with, um, obviously, with your wife, with your children. Thank you. <laughs> Beautiful one, thank you. Health. Yeah, okay. Peace, your faith. That's good. This, that man's standing as, as a warden in the, next, in the elections after this. That's good that he put his faith as what matters. Relationship with God. Thank you, sir. Time. You know what's really interesting, don't you? In those scale of things of what really matters to you. Happiness. Mon- money doesn't really enter. You know, the new leather sofa doesn't really come into it. The upgrade of the car doesn't really come into it. The new skirt that you bought at the weekend to go to the color conference doesn't really come into it. That was for you ladies, you realize that, don't you? None of that really matters. So much of our lives spent pursuing things that don't even make that list of what matters. Today, we're learning the principle. What are we learning? That less is more. Uh, I'm just going to give you one idea on how to do that. Um, And our culture, as I've already said, defines uh, success in the abundance of things. If I go back here, is it going to go, yeah, let's figure it out. So, uh, I have, if you've been around St. Saviour's for a while, uh, I had my shoes last time. Do you remember the running shoes? Yeah, I bought those as running shoes. They're still just shoes. So uh, here I have a few coats. So, um, and, and this, this genuinely, folks, is after, after I've given a load of stuff away. So that, there's one coat. There's another coat. There's another coat. I'm going to put a pile over here for the coats I don't wear, but my daughter does. They're, they're still mine, but... 
Uh, that one goes on that pile. That's one for me. That's another one for my daughter. Uh, There's another one of mine, but that's my daughter's. Uh, another one there. And this, I'm just going to show you this because this is my highlight. This. This is from a time gone by when I was breathing <laughs> a little bit slimmer. This is when I used to go clubbing. This is my coat. Okay, you can stop laughing now. For those of you online, welcome. Um, you know, we have this, just this push, 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 push to accumulate stuff, things, items. And uh, it leads us to this thing that I'm going to term for you BWS. And if you're listening online, I didn't say you're full of BS. I said you're full of BWS. Okay, so BWS is bigger wardrobe syndrome. And I've got a, I've got a picture of what the average wardrobe might have looked like a few years ago. Um, that would have been it, around about sort of 1910 or something like that. Me, as a gentleman, would have had uh, maybe one suit, perhaps a couple of shirts, maybe a pair or two of trousers. They would have been hung up in there. A uh, pair or two of shoes, maybe that's about it. Uh, I'm not really sure what women would have worn, but whatever it would have done, it would have fitted just about next to what the men's uh, clothes would have had in there. And um, so the, the problem is, the problem is nowadays, if I go into my house or your house, uh, we've got a number of wardrobes. Uh, some of us have, have even got these really grand walk-in wardrobes. You've got a whole room which is separate for your clothes and your items and things like that. Uh, some of you have got so much stuff in the one wardrobe, the two wardrobes, the walk-in wardrobes, that uh, you put your stuff uh, in the attic because you can't quite fit it all in there. And then some of you have got so much stuff in the wardrobes, the walk-in wardrobes, and in the attic, that you then store some stuff in another place where you rent space from someone else and pay them to store your clothes. Uh, it's crazy, isn't it? It's crazy how we just, this push to accumulate stuff. And... Um, you know, that's why it's always good just to remember, come back to that principle that less is more. Less is more. Less is more. Better one handful with tranquility than a bunch of stuff with toil as it goes. And Jesus like, tells this story about a guy, and at the end of the story, he says to the guy, your life does not consist in the abundance of possessions, the accumulation of possessions. And you know, right, I preach sermons at funerals all the time. And what I know the time when I stand at the box and I commend that person to our maker and our redeemer, that all the stuff we ever possess is all going to go back in that box. It's all going to go back in a box at the end of the day. You are going to go back in a box at the end of the day. You know, and I know, I know, like I, I prayed at the start because I sensed that, this message today, that there are so many of us walking around with this knowledge up here, but not lifing it in here. So many of us have got the, yeah, I know this is good for me, I know that's the right way to live, but not fully lifing it in here. And that's why I know this can be transformational for you. 
That's why I know it can change your life, your children's lives, and the lives in our community. If you can allow that message to move from here to here. Accumulate, 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 and at the end of your life, it will never be about the stuff that you accumulated. It will be about your peace, your happiness, your relationships, your marriage. Those will be the things that matter, and I pray Thank you to Barney and that man. Let it all be about God. You will be marked, not by how many coats you've got or how many cars you had, but by your relationship with your maker, your judge, and your redeemer. Okay, it doesn't mean you cannot have material possessions. Okay, who wants to be sat next to the person next to you and they ain't got no clothes on? None of us. None of us want that, all right? I'm not saying you can't have material possessions. I'm not saying there's, there isn't good stuff in that, that you can't have property, you can't save for the future, you can't have a nice holiday. I'm not saying any of that. Just talking about the way Jesus challenges us about the selfish accumulation of stuff for our own self-interest. Um, and because... Because, as I said, Jesus wants us to live from this perspective of eternity, of what really matters. And uh, I believe for, for many of us, it's, it's a trusting. It's a trusting. Do we really trust God in that matter in our lives? So Jesus calls us to change our way of thinking about everything that we have or accumulate today to what we can accumulate for eternity. So the first life skill, so this week's life skill is to know that what? Less is more. And uh, I'll be back in a few weeks' time talking about tomorrow matters, how we should stop just living for today and I'd love to see you back then. Right, time to put on my uh, sexist suit of armor. Which jacket should I put on? Guys, how many times has your partner gone to the wardrobe, the walk-in wardrobe, the attic, the garage, or the storage place, wherever it is you have the clothes, and said, looked in on a, I'm going out tonight, looked in and gone, there's nothing for me to wear. Why is that? Okay, cool. Sorry, gentlemen, if I've got you in a little bit of trouble there. Uh, why is that? It's because we've got so much choice. We've got an abundance of stuff. Um, I was thinking about, like, we've just discovered um, Amazon Prime works through our television. And I can sit there, like, just flicking, 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 scanning, scanning, scanning for the next movie, the next movie, the next movie, and spend 20 minutes, and I haven't watched a single thing. All I've done is just have a look at all the different things on offer. And then if you, go, if you go on a flight, an international flight, you've got like eight movies to choose from. By the time you get to the other end, you've watched three of them because you've got less choice. It just seems to be a thing that actually it's easier for us when we have less to make that decision. So um, one of the things I was thinking about is that I, uh, I, tend, I have collected books. So my study, my room was full of books. And uh, I was very challenged by God to, to get rid of them. And I'm sorry, Lord, because I haven't quite done it yet. But they're all in a, but there's about six crates now of books. So um, I'm hoping that at some stage I will actually take the books out of my study in the crates and take them to a charity shop somewhere. 
But I was thinking, you know, and it, you can just go like, oh, you look at the book. Uh, am I going to read it? I'm thinking, you know, that was a great book. Seven years ago, you really blessed me. I could just go, thank you for that book. Thank you for, that, for the blessing that you were, and then give it to someone else. And I think you can do that through all aspects of your life. So I think you can go through um, your wardrobe and whatever else and give away a ton of stuff and actually be a lot more free by doing that. You know, if you, like if you get something new, give it away. So if I get another jacket, why don't I just give one of my jackets away? Right? If you get a new shirt, give a shirt away. If you get a, a new pair of jeans, give a pair of jeans away. If you get a new T-shirt, give a T-shirt away. If you get some new underwear, no, no, no. Don't do it with underwear. It's not, and it, none of this, you know, none of this is coming from a place of wanting to guilt you. I feel enough myself with the stuff that I have. This is just to bring us all up short and say, what's important? What really matters? How can I help you and help myself to understand that less is more. And, it, and in some ways, look, look, the whole thing about generosity, like I can give something away that I have, will actually be a blessing to me. It will help reorient my heart towards the things that really matter instead of the accumulation of stuff. Um, and I, was, you know, I wrote down that generosity is what keeps the things I own from owning me. Generosity is what keeps the things that I own from owning me. And, I, you know, you guys are beautiful people, and you need to know you have one shot at this. This is one, there is no karma. There is no return to earth as some other being, apart from at the end of time when we rise with Jesus. But this life is all that you have. And your life is too valuable. Your calling is too great. And your God is too good to waste that opportunity. We were put here to know that less is more. And in a spiritual way, that means that less of you means more of Jesus. He must increase, I must decrease. Less of me, more of him. Better is one handful and an intimate relationship with my children than two handfuls and they grow up and I don't even recognize it. Better is one handful, some really good friendships than the pursuit of things and no spiritual community. Better is one handful, the ability to make a difference in someone's life than two handfuls in being consumed with yourself. And don't miss this one. Better is one handful and the ability to glorify and praise your God and bring him honor in everything you do in the way that you love than two handfuls in toil. Less of you, more of him. Say it with me. What do we know? Less is more. Stress is bad. Giving is good. Tomorrow matters. And one final one. Jesus loves you. For more information about St. Saviour's, please visit our website at www.stsaviourssunbury.org.uk. Thank you.